Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in again this week for another amazing edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host, and I am always grateful and excited to be with you um, every single Tuesday, and I'm always grateful that you choose to spend some of your time with me. So today, I have a really interesting guest today. Um, if you've been following me for a while, you know I really talk to some pretty amazing people. They're just masters of their craft, and they're different thinkers, and they're creative And my guest today totally fits that bill. My guest today is Lou Henwood. She's coming to me from the UK. And we're going to be having a really interesting concept about what it's like, what does your inner critic look like, and what are best ways to kind of manage it. Think about it like the uninvited guest that shows up to the party that you wish wasn't there, right? Lou, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thanks, Alison. Thank you for inviting me on. Lovely to be here at last. So, yes, the inner critic... People tend to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. If you can think about, I love the intro about the fact that it's an uninvited guest. Yeah, it is though. If you can think about the inner critic as some sort of very clumsy four-year-old, that is about as intelligent as our inner critic is. Now, our inner critic is made up of incidences and things that have happened to us during our lives as we've been growing up. And if you can imagine, if I tell you a little analogy, okay, so if you can imagine little Johnny, he's there, he's two years of age, and he's dancing to a piece of music that he absolutely loves, and he's Uh in his element, and he's just, ah, loving it. Mom comes downstairs, will you sit down and shut up? Poor little Johnny, he's too young to understand yeah. what's going on. He just yeah. knows he can't be that person. Right, so right. that little joyous part of him snips off and goes almost into suspended animation, looking for the next time that that really painful incident could occur. He hasn't got the logistic, you know, the, the, the mind uh, capacity to go, oh, mom's stressed or mom's tired or, or what have you. He can't think that way. He right. just thinks that this joyful aspect of himself is wrong so he gets clipped off stuck in a little box and this poor part of him forever doesn't matter how old we are it will still be there looking around for the same stimulus so johnny goes off to a school disco um i'm old enough to remember what one of those is but okay (laughs) he goes off to a dance okay so he's 14 15 and a piece of music comes on and he's like oh i want to get up and dance this little kid is going to come up. The little one that got broken off is going to come up going, no, your legs are too long. Your blazer's the wrong color. The girls are going to beat you up. The boys yeah. are going to take them. Yeah. So yeah. the inner critic. The inner critic that we hold inside us is made up of a myriad of different little characters. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them in a really clumsy, really stupid way is trying to keep us safe. Absolutely. That's all it's trying to do. The difficulty is that we take notice of it. We mm-hmm. believe it. You're stupid. You're not good enough. You're not clever enough. You're blah, blah, whatever it is. All those are messages that have been put in us when we were kids yeah. and we've 
physically taken them on. Well, one of the things that I always like to say is that we we're always our own worst critic, right? Yeah. We're always the hardest on ourselves. So do me a favor before we go any further. Tell my audience just a little bit about, I know you're really passionate about this subject and I love that, but tell my audience just a little bit about you. Okay. Well, um, I'm Lou, as you've already mentioned. I yeah. go by the name of the singing zookeeper. So if there's uh-huh. anybody on TikTok, you'll probably know me from TikTok as the singing zookeeper. Ah, okay. All right. And when I was a little girl, um, I used to get asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you know what it's like. I, I loved animals and I loved singing. So for me, the logical thing for me to be was the singing zookeeper yeah. at the yeah. age of three. Couldn't see anything wrong Creative. with that. I like it. Getting into adulthood, I realized I am a singing zookeeper because I've got a menagerie inside my head that will shriek at me and scream at me at every corner that I turn, every time I want to move into a new area or expand or grow. The menagerie inside my head will start. Now, when I was a little girl, at about the age of six, I went into a very deep depression from following a lot of childhood trauma, and that stayed with me. So for 40 years, I was searching for ways to relieve myself of this depression. And I've tried everything. I've, I've done yeah. course to course. I've been to therapists yeah. and spiritual work. I've done self-help. Yeah. I've gone through everything. Yeah. But I lived away out of my culture for um, three years that's where the light bulb came on mm-hmm. because I realized a lot of the pain that I was in was self-imposed because I couldn't fit into this culture. I had no, no hope of fitting into the culture. I was well, a Western I think, woman. I think what we have to think about, though, as, you know, as human beings, first off, is that, you know, the world is moving very fast. The mm-hmm. business world's moving fast. You can thank social media a lot for that. There's just oh, a, yes. everything is moving so quickly that there's there's this idea first with all of us that we have to keep up, right? And then there's this those that, that nagging inner critics like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This isn't something that you're used to doing. So, you know, hold on, right? And it's kind of like being on a seesaw. It's just this constant back and forth. You know, for for a lot of people, I think, and I I, honestly, I think post pandemic, this is still happening quite a bit. I agree. I think the anxiety levels since uh, the pandemic happened have gone up. Um, And also people during that period of time were living in a 2D world because they were looking at each other on a screen. And that's what you and I are doing right now imposed on us where yeah. I, that's really bad for our neurology we need to experience things absolutely 3d that's made yeah. mm-hmm. um so one of the tips i would give anybody who's feeling anxious if they can look through a window look at something in the distance and then look at something close to do it five times listen to one sound and then listen to another sound and again do it five times what can you smell? Can you smell anything? Physically touch something. Get So what you're doing is getting all of your senses back into the 3D, back into the here and now, because yeah. the 2D world isn't very good for our neurology at all. And of course, then we go and at the end of a working day, go and stick our feet up and watch the TV. You know, so it's yeah. constantly in this 2D. So if you can get out into nature, yeah. that's that's my uh, go-to every time, get get myself yeah, out into nature. Absolutely. I'm very lucky because I live in a very beautiful part of the world. So yeah. it's just literally on my doorstep. Well, and this is something that you help a lot of your clients with as a coach, right? You sort of help them 
not just develop a better relationship with the inner critic. That's probably a very simple way to put it, but you actually help them kind of learn to communicate it with it, with it in a different way. Is that right? Would that be fair to say? I characterize it. Yes. Uh, I get yeah. my clients to characterize it because we tend to think that it's me. It's part of me. It isn't. It's just a little being that's regurgitating yeah. stuff yeah. that it's learned as yeah. it's gone along. Yeah. Now, if I'm doing a workshop, I will get you to repeat something the inner critic says to you all the time. So, oh, you're too too fat or you're stupid or whatever it is. This yeah. Just get it to go on a loop. Then I get that. Now, people think I'm balmy, but try it. It works. Uh, I'll put their hands out, straight uh, out in front of them, and get this little voice to go down and stand on the palm of their hand. And uh, as the voice goes further away from them, the voice gets quieter. And then change the voice. Then give the voice some character. What's it wearing? Has it got stripy tights on? Has it got big shoes? What happens then is you start to be able to disassociate from the inner critic and you can start to work as its master rather than the other way around. Because we tend to kowtow to our mind. And theoretically, it's the other way around. Well, and look, let's, let's talk about the big picture the big picture view of all of this is that it's not that we're going to dismiss the inner critic altogether, right? It's always there. You know, it's in that it's like what a lot of coaches talk about when they talk about limiting beliefs, you're never going to get rid of your limiting beliefs. The game changer though, and helping us function different and live different is number one, how we think about it. Right. And number two, how we communicate with it, which is what you teach. Absolutely. If you've got a mind, I call them mind monkeys. So if you've got a mind monkey, you're chewing your ear off. Well, the Buddhists talk about the monkey mind. Well, I don't believe there's not one monkey in there. There's loads of them. So you've got one of these mind monkeys chewing Uh your ear off. Turn around and see what it's trying to get your attention on. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go in and go underneath the dialogue. Okay, so let me think of an example. I'm running a workshop, okay, and my nerves are coming up. So the inner critics go, oh, nobody's going to turn up. Nobody does it. Okay, then I will turn around and say, okay, what is the worst case scenario? And have a conversation with it. What's the worst case scenario if I'm running a workshop and nobody turns up? And then it'll be out, it'll hurt, or it'll be sad. Okay, can we deal with that? Yeah. Of course we can. Yeah. So then the inner critic calms down because all it is, these inner critic, these little parts of us are parts of us that are desperate for attention. Yes. And I teach people how to actually make friends with them and call them back mm-hmm. into us. Instead of them being out there as satellites yeah. of, woo, of, of doom and gloom, yeah. I call back in and get them to become cheerleaders rather than I like that because you know in in the way people function in the world today and and I just I hear this a lot in my industry being in health and fitness is that you know I can be coaching a new client on implementing more activity you know in their day-to-day life or eating better drinking more water whatever and they can have a great day where 90% of what they want goes right and one thing goes sideways you know what they're going to be talking about the most? The one the thing, thing that went sideways. sideways. Right. Absolutely. That's we are we wired. Talk. That's how we're wired, though. We're wired for danger. So the yeah. thing that doesn't go right is the thing yeah. that's uncomfortable, which is the yeah. thing that we want to put our attention on because our primal yeah. program goes, that's not safe. 
Totally. Actually, yep. the thing that goes right, and if you can train your mind to go, well, actually, that bit wasn't particularly good. Didn't like that. Ouch. Let's have a look at the rest of the day. Yeah. Went well. This went well. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And we yeah. train our minds to actually start to tune into what works. Then our whole system, our nervous system starts to calm down. And when we get an alert, that goes, ouch, that didn't work very well. We don't go offline. I'm, t- I'm talking in riddles, but I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. literally lose our, our, um, focus because of one yeah. thing that's gone wrong because we're contained within ourselves and comfortable, strong and confident within ourselves. And we don't get led around by the nose because Mrs. Jones didn't smile at us yeah. this morning as we yeah. left the room. Yeah. No, I love that because, you know, it, I, and look, I'll just be, I'll just be, blunt and direct here because that's one of the things that I do. What we're talking about here is not anything new, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't like a revolutionary, new, shiny object type thing, right? Mm -hmm. We're mainly just taking a look at something that exists in all of us. And what you're suggesting is, okay, let's look at this a little bit different. So you're really offering people not just a different perspective, but you're offering people a different way to manage it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I tried everything else. Yeah, yeah. This worked for me. And yeah. to actually get the inner critic to come online with yeah. you rather yeah. than fighting yeah. against you. Because yeah. it's only trying to keep us safe. So yeah. to look at it, and it might feel really weird, but to look at it with compassion and with love and say, hey, thank you. I yeah. realize that if yeah. I'm going to go and take my paddleboard out, I might fall in the water. Yeah. But I really appreciate you looking out for me. But I'm yeah. going to do paddleboarding anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I like that because you're what you're really what you're doing is a lot of what my coach and I talk about a lot is you're teaching people to live in the and. It's yeah. not an either or or situation. I can only live like this if this isn't here. That's yeah. limited, right? But what Thank you're you. teaching people to do is okay. The uninvited guest is here. You know, we're going to work around it. And this is what we're going to focus on over here. So you're, you're really opening up more possibility for people, right? Absolutely. And this is where our growth is as well. When we lean in something that's uncomfortable, when we lean into something that's a little bit scary, that's a little bit difficult, the mind monkeys will go ballistic because (laughs) they want us to stay where they are. And like the, it's the egoic state and the egoic state. I like to liken to a a blind man. I'm going to get into trouble for this one day, but a blind man who lives in a house, Mm -hmm. he can find his way around that house perfectly well because he knows where all of the furniture is. But if you move a piece of the furniture, i.e. you start to lean into something that the egoic state doesn't know, it's going to go bananas. It's going to try and pull you back. But you can train the egoic state to move with you. So. If you're moving in that direction and you very gently tell the blind man, excuse me, I've moved your settee, but I just want to show you where it is and it's okay and you can work around it. Eventually it gets used to it and it'll move forward. That means you've grown. And we just continue. This is like, like a ball and chain that we carry along. So, but we can do it. But if we put our focus in the wrong place and I don't want to be weightist here, but it's an easy analogy to use. I.e., I am too fat. So if I look at I am too fat, so I'm going to go on a diet because I'm too fat. Where's the focus? 
It's on I'm too fat. Yeah, right. It's look not on the big pass. No. Look at the reasons I want to lose weight because I want to climb the stairs without getting out of breath because I want to be able to go and do wild swimming and feel wonderful when I'm in the water because I want to do the three peaks challenge in England. Yeah. That is where the focus is. You won't get pulled back by the yeah. egoic state. Yeah. It will plod along behind you. It'll wave at you. It'll yeah. shout at you. It'll throw yeah. your monkeys left, right and center, but it will move. But yep. that's where our growth is, where we leave. No, I agree with you. Yeah, it's really what we're having to do is kind of, you know, you know, show our show our mind really. Hey, look, this is my life. This is how I want to live it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. mind is a very poor master, and that that's in yeah. all the ancient spiritual teachings. The mind is a really poor master, and we need to turn it around so that we become the master of the mind. That doesn't mean yeah. a bully and beating. Yeah the inner critic up it's just yep. to have compassion and understanding for what the yep. inner critic is trying to do yep. all it's going to do is love you and keep keep you safe also yep. it needs some love and some yep. recognition yep. and some cuddles yep. as well because it's yep. been probably trying to carry you since it was two you know that you think about a two-year-old child who's desperately trying to stop johnny from dancing every yep. time a piece of music comes on that that two-year-old yep. is alert yep. This yep. poor kid's exhausted. Johnny's 14. Yep. Now he's exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Probably has to go through four or five times a year. So basically, if you can understand where the roots of the negative thinking comes from, the roots of the limiting beliefs that come up. I don't like that phrase any more yep. than you yep. do, but the roots of the things that hold yep. us. Right. Then alchemize them and bring them back into our system. Well, I think the the visual that's come into my mind for people listening is an anchor. And so I've created a brand new Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. You know, yeah. the, the the limiting thoughts, the thoughts that keep us small, the thoughts that keep us fearful, the, the thoughts that remind us of all the reasons why something won't work. Right. I think mm-hmm. of almost that like an anchor, yeah. you know, holding us back. And so how do you manage with an anchor? You work on strengthening the other muscles so that to your point, you can actually pull the anchor along with you. Right. There's a combination. Firstly, I do that really setting the focus on the direction that you want to go in. What is it that you're going to achieve? And really feel the desire for that. That doesn't mean to say that you've got expectations about how it's going to pan out and what have you, but you get the desire to move forward. But I also turn around to the anchor with compassion and go and find where that original 
root that thing it initially got put in and I do that very gently through hypnosis through meditation it's very gentle you just relax I hold you and you just go through what I'm leading you through then what will happen is that part through trusting you and it really does mean that these little mind monkeys have to learn to trust you will eventually go ah okay she's a safe pair of hands I will come home I will I won't I won't look out for that anymore but we need to do it with such compassion and such gentleness so if you can imagine on a school playground um you've got a whole group of kids and you hear one one's going to go and talk to teacher you go and ask her no 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 you go and ask her you go and eventually one gets pushed out into the front and reluctantly goes and asks the teacher all of the other the other kids there the little mind monkeys watching to see how they get on now if that works they start to relax and go okay well if they've let go I can let go as well so they start to offer themselves up yeah and start to put down the baggage that they're carrying but you've got to treat them with such compassion yeah Uh, it's it's a the the other visual that's coming to my mind and this is something that my own coach talks about a lot is it's like you're walking into a room and you're you're used to turning the same light on So for me, when I go home at the end of the day, I go in my side door, I go in the door, literally, I, you know, have a routine. I put my car keys down. I put my bag down. I take, you know, take my back, my pocket, my backpack off. You know, it's like all of that. It's like an order of things. And so what's coming to my mind is for people listening is you want to think about this like, okay, you're coming in the house the same way. But you're basically training yourself to go into a different routine. So for me, it might have been like, you know, going over and greeting my dog first, or it might be doing something else first before I do those other things. We just get so used to doing the same things. One of my favorite sayings, and my clients will tell you this is, is we get really good at what we do often. Yeah. Absolutely. And what uh, the the famous saying is that um, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Right, right. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I love that idea of you going in and doing something differently. The way I work is incredibly different. Think of it like very counterintuitive. Yeah. Um, And you check how many of your listeners at the end of the day will sit down and look through the day and go, wow, you did that well. Wow. Aren't you clever? You did well. You did that. You did that well. Very rarely do we do it. People actually do that on a regular basis, though. If anyone listening is really honest, myself included, I've had days where I'll sit there and say, I'll think about the two things that didn't go right versus the other things that did go right. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that happens as well sometimes, uh, and I know it happens with me, if I step into a place where, for instance, I'm getting more praise than I would have expected, yeah. uh, where I'm getting a lot more positive feedback than I would be expecting, uh, my body will go off kilter because it's not, I was built up, I was brought up very critically. So for yeah. me, that's a very new experience. And so my body will go off kilter. I will literally turn around mentally and talk to all of these little creatures inside, all of these little mind monkeys going, hey, it's fine. Shh, you're fine. You're absolutely yeah. Aren't you doing well? Shush, yeah. shush, shush. Let's hold this. Isn't this gorgeous? Yeah. And they calm down. But we have to parent yeah. ourselves. Yeah, we do. We do. I like that analogy a lot. Um, it makes a lot of sense. So I'm, I'm betting that there's someone out there, at least one person, if not more. Um, cause every time I talk to somebody and I always talk about this openly, 
one of my core beliefs every time I talk to a guest is that at least one person's going to be helped in the audience. So I'm wondering what you could share with us today. Some, some, you know, your best actionable tip, your best piece of advice. What's something that you could offer someone listening that they can implement today to move them more on the road to what we're talking about? To be compassionate with yourself. I love it. When you hear that bully starting up in your head, Uh you just say, hold on a minute. And you turn to yourself with self-love and congratulate yourself. The fact that you've got from knee high to the grasshopper to the age that you are now. Compassion and self-love all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that because I think... It's not, that's not something that's revolutionary, but it's something that people need to hear. So mm-hmm. I love that, that, that that's what you're offering. So where can people connect with you? Well, um, I've got a big follower on TikTok, um, Instagram, social, um, Facebook. What are you, uh, what is your Instagram handle? The singing zookeeper. The singing zookeeper. <laughs> Everything's the singing zookeeper. And you're also on TikTok, is that as well? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, and Facebook. Um, And also I have my website. Anybody wants to book a free call with me, I will literally take 20 minutes and I will see straight through. uh, Can I swear? I will cut through the crap. I will cut through your story and go straight to the seed of what it is that needs the compassion and the love. So I offer that for a 20 minute, um, a 20 minute session free. And also for those of you who want to join, I'm doing a 12 week program, which is starting on the 2nd of October. And I'm still finding it difficult to say, but living limitlessly. I've said it. I love it. Living limitlessly. So. Uh The fear that we have, if, if we are all magnificent, uh-huh. we are all terrified of it. We're not consciously terrified of it, but somewhere deep in our system, we know that we can all achieve anything that we want to achieve. And that is really scary fundamentally to each and every one of us. So what I teach people to do during this program is to go forward limitlessly. We're not going to let go of the limitations, but without being dragged down by it. So to move towards what we want, aware of the fear that we have and nurture ourselves the whole way through. And that for me is how we achieve what we need to achieve. Is your program is listed on your website. Is that right? No, it isn't. I'm oh. doing a workshop, but I will put it up on the website. Right. I will put it what up on the website. What is your website address then? Just so. It, the singing zookeeper. I should, I should have already known that, right? Okay. <laughs> the Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for making time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I've loved every minute of it, Alison. Thank you. Wonderful. So folks out there listening, if you've been following me for a while, what we've been talking about today is really nothing new. But what I always want you to understand every time I have a guest on is that there is at least something that you can walk away with that might get you thinking differently about how we look after ourselves, because that's what this show is all about. So if what we have discussed today has really landed with you and inspired you, I would really love it if you would copy the link and share this episode with a friend that you think needs to hear it or a business colleague or anyone else that you come across, because this is how we create change in the world and we start a movement. And that's what this show is all about. So, and if you like, you can connect with me on my site at www.theallisonk.com. 
and we will do that for you um, as a free gift, of course. Um, and if you have an inspiring story that you want to share, please feel free to connect with me on my site and we will allow you to apply and to be considered to have your show, um, your story featured here too as well. Thank you for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care um, and of me and my message. This is why we're ranked in the top 100 and why we're heard all over the world. It's because we have loyal people like you who listen, who subscribe, who share, who download and who take the time to write us reviews. So if you're feeling inspired at all to do that, we would appreciate it. And if you would like to screenshot your review, send it to me. I just DM it to me through my socials or send it to my website and we'll send you a free gift because I know how valuable your time is. This is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one. <music>